Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 105. Tom Does Disney, part 37, part 1. My name's Pete, and joining me tonight is Tom. Nice, uh, nice title, I guess. We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of icky ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. It's difficult because we're going to do a two-parter on your on your most recent Disney trip, and I, I don't know how many times we've done a Tom Does Disney episode. feels like we do one every other week about. Well, uh, well this is kind of the way I, I want to Pete and I discuss breaking this down. So this first part will be highlighting maybe not so much the trip and much more the Christmas decorations, what we saw, what Disney did that we felt was unique for Christmas, and then the part two would be more of a trip breakdown, and obviously we're going to talk quite extensively about Rise of Resistance. It will not have spoilers in it. Uh, I'll keep it spoiler-free, but uh, that's kind of the format, I think. Okay. Yeah, we, we really want to keep the uh, keep the Christmas spirit going here, even though we're well after Christmas at this point. So yeah, we'll we'll go through what you guys did, what what all Disney had for Christmas, you know, any anything that uh, that is worth planning for next year, because... It, Honestly, it's about that time to start planning for a, a Christmas Disney trip next year, right? You and eighty million of your uh, of your closest friends. Well, I think um, I think it's actually about that time for Not So Scary to start. So, yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. Probably around the corner now. All right. So before we get into that tonight, um, Tom News, what do we got? Yeah. So guys, we obviously took a couple weeks off. I'm not going to take you through all, all the news that where we were off during the holidays, quite frankly, not a ton happened, uh, but some of it would be dated at this point to share. So I'm just going to give you the most recent news uh, that we have. Uh, the Tron ride vehicle photo op is open in Tomorrowland. I did see this. I did not take a picture with it, but it is the actual ride vehicles that we'll get to experience on the Tron attraction. One thing I quickly noticed is they're not going to be the most comfortable ride vehicles. It's kind of a sitting forward with a backrest on. So kind of similar to the uh, Flight of Passage. Much more forward sitting than Flight of Passage. So much more hunched down than... Much more like laying on your stomach almost. Uh, So that's one thing that I did notice. I don't think they're going to be very comfortable. Uh, Like I said, it was a line and I didn't get in to uh, do a photo op. It definitely was more for the children. Uh, But we did, my my wife and I did go over and look at that. Uh, So that's one thing. If you're in Tomorrowland, check it out. It's by Space Mountain, uh, kind of in between Space Mountain and uh, Tomorrowland Speedway. Uh, a few other photo op kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to call them closures. They're just kind of moving around. So, uh, the character spot will close in the interventions West. And because of this closure, we're going to get a few character shuffles in the near future. Oh, this is at Magic Kingdom or this is at Epcot, but, uh, I'll, I'll cover that in Epcot, I guess. We'll stay on task here. Uh, staying with Magic Kingdom, the Festival Fantasy Parade, uh, will resume at the 3 p.m. start time. Uh, the three o'clock parade has become kind of an institution at Magic Kingdom. And so that will... Uh, what time's the 3 o'clock parade? Well, you know, it did go to 2 o'clock during the holiday season. So That's, <laughs> now that's it, fair. Now that we're back in 2020, it'll be back at 3. Uh, and then last piece of news in Magic Kingdom, Swiss Family Treehouse is getting a short refurbishment. I do not think they're bulldozing it or blowing it up, but that's the only refurbishment they should be doing with it. It's not It's not that bad. I mean, the refer- okay, so the refurbishment will take place uh, between April 27th and May 3rd. So it really will be a, a short refurbishment. 
Uh, going back to kind of Epcot, I was going to do all the photo op and character meet and greets in one, but I, I'll break it down. So uh, like I started to say, the character spot interventions west uh, is, will be closed. And due to that, we're going to get a few character shuffles uh, in the future here. Uh, so Minnie Mouse will move to the meeting area in the world to showcase gazebos. Daisy Duck, who was formerly in that gazebo area, will relocate to Future World East. Goofy will meet guests at the park's main entrance, entrance area near Spaceship Earth. Uh, Joy will be meeting guests sometime in the future near the Imagination Pavilion in the Imageworks area. And there will be a new backdrop and greeting area. Uh, it's being installed now and should be finished soon. And then sadly, uh, it does look like January 5th, 2020, which this podcast would have released by then, will be the last day for guests to meet Sadness and Baymax, as they will not be relocating after this closure. So, hate to break that news to you. (laughs) Uh, Staying with Epcot, Mouse Gear is also on the move at Epcot. Uh, They're going to ramp up construction in 2020, and I don't know how much more they can ramp it up from where they're at today, but as a result of that, we're going to see a lot of closures and changes Obviously, Mouse Gear, uh, as of July, uh, January 4th, will have its final day of operation in its current location, and it'll reopen the next day in a temporary location, which is the former Interventions East building. That temporary location will also be called Mouse Gear. So, that's everything we have going on at Epcot. Uh, moving over to Hollywood Studios, Star Wars, A Galactic Spectacular, will be getting new scenes in the new year. So, they've just concluded their, their holiday Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. And once that show ended, which was January 1st, we uh, have, have been privy to see the new scenes that will have clips from Rise of Skywalker. I'm not totally sure what the, what the scenes will be, but we have confirmed that there will be new scenes from Rise of Skywalker in the projection, port, projection portion of the show. So uh, a little rusty here in the new year on the news, but... That is, uh, that's all the news I had. That's kind of the most recent, you know, that there's other things that popped up here and there that, that, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel were necessary to share. I know Pete has a couple of items that he wanted to talk through. Maybe one of them being the, uh, apparent fire or gear breaking at, at people mover. Yeah. So we, we saw this come out the other night and really all we saw were pictures of a bunch of smoke and, Guests being evacuated from the from the um, Tomorrowland transitory area, and and it, I don't think this was that big of a deal. I think probably something with the conveyor belt that that takes guests up to the uh, to the ride went bad and and caused a whole bunch of smoke, and it probably smelled like burning rubber. But nobody was in danger, nothing like that. Just uh, just a little bit of excitement at, at Magic Kingdom, particularly given how busy it is. Well, I, I will say this: when we were there. People, they were um, people mover was was stopping the conveyor belt every couple of minutes, the moving conveyor belt to go up to the attraction, and they were uh, pulsing the line there, and it was bu- I mean it was busy that night. We were in Magic Kingdom, and we'll talk about that you know later. But I, I wonder if they knew this problem was coming, and it just it came to a head with with the crowds they've had. And that's something else I want to touch on. You know, the Christmas and New Year's crowds were atrocious. Well, and and. What it, what it seems like to me, this is a, this is a sign of, and, and I think we've seen this with a lot of rides, is that this is a sign that Disney's too busy. They have too many after-hours events. They don't have the time to get the maintenance guys in there and do preventative maintenance on a lot of this, a lot of the equipment that's running these rides. And I think we're seeing signs of that. You know, 
Splash Mountain is, is I think, a prime example. There's a lot broken on that ride. And I think it's because they've got so many guests going through there. And I know they're going to take it down for, for a refurb here pretty soon because they always do. But I think this is a symptom of a, of a greater problem that, you know, when, when you've got a park that is open until midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you know, it's 3 a.m. before you get all the guests out of there. Your maintenance guys have, what, four or five hours? Because you've got early morning things where you're letting people into the park early as well. And so I, I think it's just a sign that, that maintenance is not getting done to these rides as it should be. And it, and it worries me that, you know, this is, this is something that's going to continue. And I mean, do we see a major problem on a ride at some point? I, I don't know. And I certainly hope not, but I think it could be an issue going forward. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I mean, and I don't know, Pete, I know we talked about, do you want to talk about it now? I mean, some of the wait times we saw. Yeah, I mean that was kind of where I was going to go next. Uh, you know, we we did get word that Magic Kingdom entered, I think, phase one and phase two kind of shutdowns on New Year's Day, meaning that guests that only had one day tickets and weren't staying at Disney resorts were not allowed into the park. And this used to happen a lot. I mean, I remember this happening when I went to Disney many many years ago for for Christmas. I remember this happening that Magic Kingdom, they wouldn't let anybody in unless they were staying at a, uh, at a Disney resort. So, but we, we did see some absolutely crazy wait times. I mean, what, 240 minutes for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Yeah, I think the, I think the better story would, would be to tell you that we saw 80 minutes for Winnie the Pooh. I mean, if that just gives you a general idea. Well, and, and 60 minutes for Figment over at, uh, over at Epcot. Right. 240 minutes for Test Track. Soren, I think I saw it 200 minutes or something like that. I mean, yeah. the wait times were absolutely ridiculous. It was wild. And and I, I, I can't emphasize enough, it wouldn't be fun for me. Well, you know, I'll say it wouldn't be fun for me to go deal with that. You know, Pete and I were, were just kind of taking a peek at the Fast Pass situation from afar. It wasn't good. I mean, it was not good. No, and we did manage to get some single single fast passes. And when we so, say get them, we did we weren't taking I and mean, we weren't actually taking them from people in the park. No, we we managed to see them pop up in the app. But but I mean, if you're there with a family on on New Year's Day or Christmas Day or really that whole week, you weren't you weren't going to get anything. I mean, there was nothing available. So it it just goes back to and and we'll talk about this a little bit in the episode too. When when to go. Disney's a great place for the holidays, but it's tough if you give your kids a Disney trip for Christmas and you leave on Christmas Day. That You're really not going to make the most of your trip if you do that. Totally agree. But that's, that's really it, I think, for the news on my end, Pete, unless you have anything else you want to share. Two more things that, that came up. Uh, free dining, they did announce, is back uh, for, for summer 2020. Uh, you do have to book a non-discounted five-night, six-day vacation package and a ticket with a park hopper option. Uh, and you can book this through January 16th. And it's pretty much June, the end of June, a couple of days in July, and then a couple of days, August, September. It's really not saying it's a summer free dining is pretty misleading because it's they're pretty specific dates. It's June 27th and 28th. July 5th through the 7th and August 29th through September 8th. So pretty limited window that they're offering free dining. And then the last thing I did want to mention is that D23 did announce that uh, Harmonious, which is a new Epcot show that will replace Epcot forever, is going to be debuting in spring of 2020. But so April, May, June, somewhere, somewhere in there, which would be exciting. Yeah, it looks everything I've seen on this looks looks pretty pretty amazing. 
So I think that's all for the news. Uh, We'll we'll pause for just a minute to hear from our sponsor. Delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. All right, well, let's get into our main topic for today's episode. So I guess let's let's talk about first what what all Disney has or had available for uh, for Christmas. And then we'll, we'll go into some of the things that you guys did. Um, so when when are the holidays at at Disney World? Pretty much from Halloween to early January. I've never been in early enough Jan- Yeah, I guess that's not true. We went in early January last year, and I feel like there were still some Christmas decorations up, right? Yeah, so they, they do have some up, uh, and they still play Christmas music throughout some of the parks. I mean, I guess this late, you know, past the season. So, yeah, it's it's it does hang around a little bit, but they obviously they have a ton to, to take down as well. So, And, and like I said, you, you really want to avoid going... Christmas Day through New Year's Day, and you know, really this week has look, looks like it's been pretty bad too. Looking at wait times and looking at crowd levels, I saw the uh, Rise of the Resistance boarding groups were gone within like twenty minutes the other day. Yeah, it's it's like I said in, in the the news. I guess I alluded to it. I, I wouldn't. I, I used to say the you know the first and second week of December is fine based on this trip. We started to feel the Christmas crowds there at the end. Uh, I think I shared with Pete. I mean, it was pretty unbearable. And I would say, if you want to go during the Christmas holiday, you go the first week of December. That's that, to me. That's the time. Well, or or November, right? I mean, because there is a lot of this stuff that happens before Thanksgiving, or d- depending on when Thanksgiving is, uh, you know, before or after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we had a late Thanksgiving this year, but I, I'm with you. All right, so. What 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 do you got? Um, I guess let's let's go through the parks first. Uh, the the big one is obviously Magic Kingdom, Mickey's. I was about to say Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, but obviously that's a Halloween party. Mickey's very merry Christmas party. So this is a, a hard ticket after hours event. Obviously, it's about a hundred to one hundred and fifteen dollars a person, depending on what days you go. This can sell out, um, just like any other. After hours event, the rides pretty much are all open, with I think maybe a couple of exceptions. The uh, there are character meet and greets, and there are special character meet and greets, and then they they do give out uh, what hot chocolate and Christmas cookies, that sort of thing. There's also the Once Upon a Christmas Time parade, and then a a special Christmas time fireworks show. Yeah, and and from a you know, I've done I've done very merry. We've covered that before, but I think one of the the parts that you know it's it's the decorations that you see. Yes, obviously, Magic uh, obviously, Magic Kingdom is decorated. The Main Street area is the most decorated, but 
there is some in even Tomorrowland gets some uh get some Christmas time decorations put up. Yeah, I mean I think we we were extremely impressed with everything Magic Kingdom had to offer. We did we chose not to do not uh I said not so scary as well. It's because it's right around the corner. We chose not to do Mickey's Very Merry this year, but we did do the Jingle Cruise. It was fantastic. The jokes are obviously themed in a holiday spirit. The attraction is totally decked out. There's an overlay, Christmas overlay at almost every scene, which is nice. And then the castle lights projection show. I mean, it's all so well decorated. The even just down to the the offerings they have. You know, whether that be special treats and cookies and everything. And and when you think about Christmas at Disney in years past, like Magic Kingdom was really the only park that that you got it at. You got a little bit at Epcot, but Magic Kingdom was really where you got it. And I, I think Disney's come a long way in in really pushing these decorations out to the other parks. Yeah, I think that's something that, that I will stress as we go through this and, and visit each park, because that's something that I was most impressed with this year. And it has gotten, you know, two years ago when I did the, the Christmas trip, I was very impressed, but it's gotten immensely better. All right. So moving over to Epcot, again, decorations at Epcot. I guess the, the biggest thing at Epcot is Festival of the Holidays. This is Christmas food and wine, right? Essentially, yeah, it's it's exactly it's a Christmas uh, time food and wine, and we all know that Epcot is is always doing a festival. So this is the holiday except festival. for except for right now, I think, right? Because I think we're between we're between festival flower of the holidays and, and, and flower, flower and garden. garden. Yep, yeah, but I think flower and garden starts pretty soon. Probably probably the same day. It's not so scary. I think I think that's starting soon too. So uh, Epcot also has what candlelight processional. Which yeah, is, I think a lot of people the, do. That's the big ticket item. I mean, that's uh, if you're not familiar with it, it is the retelling of the Christmas story with special guest narrators, a choir, an orchestra. It goes on, I think, three times a night. Yeah, five, six, forty-five, and eight are the so three times. You you see people almost all day lining up for this if they don't have a dining package or a, or some sort of a ticket into it, a reserved seat. People will line up and hope for a standby seat. Which is kind of ridiculous to me. Uh, you can you can hear a lot of it throughout if you're just kind of hanging out in the American Pavilion too. Yeah, I was going to say you can. I mean, you can stand at the top of the amphitheater there and and really kind of see the whole thing. It, you know, it's something we did not hang around for, but people were lined up for. Yeah, and I, I've I've seen this before. I saw this. I, I know that Gary Sinise was a narrator when we saw it. Uh, that was many many years ago. Again, but but it's good. It's you know the Christmas story, so and and then they've also got the holiday storytellers scattered kind of throughout the uh, the world showcase, and and these are just I mean they're they're I guess characters most of them are kind of Santa related right from whatever country correct, and we did stop at most of these and listen, I mean briefly I, I wouldn't say we were because it's just a pop in it's just a just pop to in kind of say thing, oh this right? is going on this is neat you know we didn't schedule anything around it but. You know, I mean, they they draw a crowd and they tell funny Christmas stories and uh, something from their country unique. And it is, uh, I mean, they're 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 decked out and they're in their Christmas attire. All right, uh, Hollywood Studios. So we talked about at the beginning of the podcast, Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is something that is around for the holidays. There's there's a dessert party associated with it as well. If you wanted to go that route, um, the show is okay. It's not my favorite. You know, it's not my it, favorite nighttime show anywhere. It, it collides with Fantasmic in the time slot. So I, I guess like I saw Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam just to see it. 
but now and on this trip, we did Fantasmic instead. And and can I can I divert here and, and talk about the Fantasmic performance I had to sit through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. While we're while we're here, because this is relevant to Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, I landed a fast pass to Fantasmic, and, and I might mention this in the next episode too. So forgive me. One, John Smith did not sing, swing. Didn't didn't swing across. Like, the, did he? Uh, did he? Did he climb? Didn't like, even remember, appear. He just, didn't even. He, he didn't appear even appear. initially. Nope. Two, the when the princess floats come through, Snow White. They only had two floats. Snow White didn't come through. It was Little Mermaid. It was Beauty and the Beast. There was no Snow White. They played her music, but she did not roll through. That is bizarre. And I just got to tell you, Fantasmic, during the holidays, if that was the first time me seeing the show, it was apparent that things were missing. Uh, and so maybe I should have gone to see Jingle. You almost made me wish I was at Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. Well, okay, I guess... Take a step back. So, it's like, if you had never seen Fantasmic before, you you think you would have known that they said, "Look, John, it's John Smith," and the spotlight went up there, and, and there was no, no John Smith. Smith. I mean, okay. yeah, I think I would have known. Okay, that that's pretty obvious. And then but the each, float, each each float, there's they play the song from that movie, and so you either got to pull the Snow White song out. So they played "Someday My Prince Will Come" and like with with, with no Snow White. <laughs> Just, just no float. No float. I mean, no, like no float. Yeah, just two floats came through. It was bizarre. But anyway, I digress. We're back on the holiday theme. Decorations throughout the land. This is one of the parks that they have really ramped it up at. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and you know, it used to be like they put some balls in the lake and put a Santa hat on Gertie the dinosaur, and that was pretty much it. They've, they've, really, done, they've really done a lot with this. I will tell you, Galaxy's Edge does not do any Christmas. You know, I bet they will eventually. I, I think the land is too new at this point because if you remember, Pandora didn't do anything for its first couple of years either for Christmas. And boy, do they pump it up this time. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. So... Um, what else at Hollywood Studios? They have the holiday meal at Hollywood and Vine, I think. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's probably the same crap you normally get at Hollywood and Vine. I can say, I mean... I've eaten there two or three different meals, you know, two or three different seasons, and it's all the same crap. And I, I mean, I mean crap. It's not good. You know, one of the uh, one of the other good things I think they do, uh, the snow on Sunset Boulevard, at one time, the only snow you could see in Disney World would be if you went to Mer- Very Merry at Magic Kingdom. And now they pump it in a few different places. This is one of them. During the projection show on the Hollywood Tower Hotel, which is Christmas-themed, there is snow being pumped. Which which that projection show is awesome. really cool. It's yeah. absolutely awesome. And then they're also projecting on the billboards. Yes, they uh, are. Sunset On, on Sunset Greens. Boulevard. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hollywood Studios has, has ramped it up and, and I, you know, we had a great time. We, we had a great, we, were, we went to Hollywood Studios twice and we'll talk all about that next episode. Now, are, are they, they're not still running Galactic Spectacular alongside Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, are they? No. So once Jingle, Bam, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam concluded, which was January 1st, then they've brought back Star Wars. Galactic Squ- Spectacular. Uh, okay. Gotcha. All right. So Animal Kingdom, last park here. We, t- we talked about Pandora, the decorations at, at Pandora. And, and I think you said something about that you were impressed with Dino Land, that they, what they did at Dino Land. Yeah. So we did a full, we, 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 we knew, I knew. We needed to be in Animal Kingdom at night because I knew that they had spent a lot of time ramping up the decorations here. Pandora was awesome because all the Christmas decorations looked to be made out of things you would find in Pandora. 
And so that was really neat. And then Dino Land, I mean, I got to give it to them. They brought the heat. They brought the Christmas heat. There are character meet and greets in their Christmas outfits. Uh, so you have like a Chip and Dale, you have Daisy, Minnie, you have Donald, you have uh, Goofy Santa. And uh, it's a quite it's quite a pleasant place to be because they, obviously it's it's kind of the little fair area. So there's lights that are there year round for that. But they also have a lot of different Christmas lights and, and Christmas displays to look at all through Dino Land. So I've I got still to, think they need to bulldoze Dino Land and build an Indiana Jones theme land. They might one day, but I've got to tip my hat to them. It was uh, it was better than I anticipated. Hmm. Well, so they've also got the all the puppets on Discovery Island, right? Which which are very very cool. Uh, the, the the people handling the puppets do a great job, especially when kids go to to pet the puppet. And I think that this is the best way to describe this. If you've seen like Lion King on Broadway, like th- those kind of puppets. Yeah, I mean they've got things from foxes to a bear. I mean, so in, in scale and size of scale, they have birds. They have quite a quite a few different things uh, that that uh, obviously. And then you have, I mean, they're handmade puppets. I mean, think like Kevin from Up too. I mean, th- that that's another one that you could maybe relate it, relate it to. Yeah. Uh, now the best thing in Animal Kingdom is the Tree of Life Awakenings Winter Tales. By far, the best holiday thing in Animal Kingdom is the projection show on the Tree of Life. I sent Pete. Maybe like a twenty second clip while I was there. It's fantastic, and I, I, I mean, I just can't. I can't. It, it's so much better. Than, I, can, I can't imagine people going to Rivers of Light. I think I took a picture of the Rivers of Light stage and meant to tweet it to show how many people were not sitting in seats. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, this was during the show that you took a picture, right before the show. God. What, I literally like rushed over there. there. I rushed over there and, and told my my mom and wife, "Hey, hold on, hold on. I've got to take a picture of this." They're like, what are you doing? I was like showing everyone how bad this show is <laughs> so that is uh that's animal kingdom what else the springs uh i mean to me now you know kind of doing it for christmas the christmas tree trail is well worth it uh you do have some some fake snow in there it is what well, it was we went on a friday night wildly crowded and so, so it, it it's, it, it's just a it's a self-paced like walk right i mean you're just walking through but they do kind of push you like you can go through it as many times as you want but they don't really want you to go backwards in it so it is self-paced but they they will discourage people from walking up like four trees and then coming back to the beginning you know they just want you to get there and they have a path you can go right back around i, I sent pete a few of my favorites there uh, I mean, obviously, the Haunted Mansion tree probably stood out to me the most. Yeah, and, and these are decorated, you know, these are not just like, oh, there's a pretty tree with ornaments on it. These are themed trees, right? So, yeah, like you said, there's a Haunted Mansion tree that is that is Haunted Mansion themed. I would say Toy Story was one of the other standouts for me. Frozen is by far the most popular. You know, everyone wanted to take a picture in front of that one. But, I mean, it's everything you can imagine. I mean, there's like 26 trees or something in there. I mean, they're huge. So it's uh that that's a if you're and it's free uh, I don't know if I'd mention that but it's free of charge, like I said go through it as many times as you want I believe it stays open until midnight so it, no stress there, it is very close to um what's uh, it's uh vault is that is that what it's called where we do the virtual reality the void the void it is very it is right across from the void to give if you know where the void is there, uh, which we still don't know where the void is yeah we never can get to the void I know now like I, I know just keep walking until I walk into the Disney Springs area hotels and I'll find the void. Yeah, I mean, it, it literally, I, I feel like we walked the entirety of Disney Springs looking for the void, at least twice. I agree. I don't know how that happened, but anyway. Um, what else at the Springs? I mean, just 
you know, regular Christmas decorations, what's you to expect? I mean, they have some holiday overlays in, in some of the bars. They do have a lot of live music, and it's it's a, a lot of live Christmas music with mixed in other stuff. You know, they had performances the night we were there. They had uh, – it's just – I mean, it's Christmas themed. You go to the world of Disney, and they've got all the Christmas stuff in there. It, it really – it does get you in the spirit. All right, and then the resorts. Uh, and I, I think you guys spent some time resort hopping on your trip. So, you know, obviously these resorts – are, are decked out for for the holidays, right? I mean, they 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 decorate them, and and I think the deluxe resorts get the most attention because they're they're kind of the flagship resorts. They, you know, you expect that. You know, my my wife had a list of Christmas trees she wanted to try and see, and it would have been. I mean, we could have dedicated a few days of this just factoring in transportation time. Some of the standouts of the resorts, obviously, you know, contemporary Grand Floridian Polynesian. Uh, especially, you know, contemporary and Polynesian having a gingerbread house. Uh, Wilderness Lodge also has a gingerbread house. I would say Wilderness Lodge had the most impressive tree. Did you guys go to you? You guys rode the boat over to Wilderness Lodge, right? We did. We did that right after Contemporary. You know that I I like that resort a lot. It's the homiest resort I've ever walked through. Like it makes you feel at home. It it really does, and it's it's big and open, and and so they've got room for for a huge tree. In that in that main area right there, we 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 uh, utilize our photo pass very well. I mean, visiting the trees, obviously, you want to take pictures with them. Um, what what time did you guys go go? Because you know what, it was after dinner, and after Trader Sam's, and after going to the Grand Floridian and Contemporary. So I mean, maybe like eight or nine o'clock, and there was a photo pass person there. So was was Whispering Canyon hopping? Um, it actually. Well, it's a well. That's a massive restaurant. It's a huge restaurant, and half of it was really busy. So I'm wondering if they were just kind of seating people on one half. Probably the, the half closer to the Christmas tree was packed, but the the one like further back was pretty empty. So it was it was loud in that in that lobby then. No, actually, it was still. I mean, it was it wasn't hopping like in an obnoxious way, but it was still it was pleasant. Um, I would tell you another a few other standouts. You know, uh, the yacht club, uh, boardwalk must see Christmas Village at the boardwalk and the yacht club and the trees are obviously exactly how you would think they'd be decorated very nautical themed and so I, w- I would say those are kind of the the highlights for us we did not get over to Fort Wilderness but I would tell you if you if you do you know rent a golf cart because people staying there actually decorate that and they do unbelievable displays that are Disney quality so that's kind of the did you guys go to the Grand Floridian also we did yep yeah, we hit the entire monorail loop you did and, okay. Uh, hit all the resorts on, on the boardwalk area. We hit, you know, uh, Wilderness Lodge. Obviously, Pop Century. I believe. How is Pop decorated? Pop just has a, a big tree. They have a big tree in the middle lobby. And I don't think I've ever seen the decorations at Polly either for Christmas. Polly is probably the most subtle of all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's not because I mean, Grand Floridian. You you expect like the the gold and silver ornaments and the huge Christmas tree and yeah. You know, you expect that, but Polynesian, I, I, I don't know how you decorate that place for, for Christmas. So, so that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of it for the resorts. Okay. So, and real quick, we'll hit up uh, what what goes on New Year's, even though it's over. You know, a lot of parties, hotel parties at a lot of the hotels. You know, most of the restaurants at uh, Disney Springs have countdowns, all that kind of stuff. You know, I would recommend not 
going anywhere near the parks. I've been there on New Year's Eve. I've been there on New Year's Day, and I will never go back. Just not a fun, not a fun experience when there's that many people there. That being said, if if you if you are there that week and and you can afford it, go to one of these hotel parties. You know, go to California Grill for their for their New Year's Eve dinner party. Uh, there's a Pixar party at the Contemporary. That's you know that has characters from Toy Story and all the all the Pixar movies. So th- there are a lot of options for New Year's Eve at at, uh, at Disney World. Epcot, there's a lot of you know just walking around. There's bands playing and and that that kind of stuff at the pavilions. Well, I don't want to undersell it. Epcot's pretty pretty wild for New. I mean they 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 do some decorations. They have some DJs. They do a great fireworks show. You know if yes if, if you guys follow the Disney Parks Twitter account, they did show the New Year's Eve fireworks show from Magic Kingdom. It was unbelievable. It was pretty crazy. I would say, you know, this is one one thing I wanted to point out. Magic Kingdom was at capacity before noon where they were not letting folks in that were not staying on Disney property. This is what Pete has alluded to that does happen. And there was a two and a half mile standstill traffic line to get into the parking, even post capacity, because I think even some people would just get there to park so they could see the fireworks. Yeah, I agree. And it's it is if you get there, if you ever want to do it, do it early. Get there early or buy Yeah, one I mean of you go in it, go in it go in at rope drop and and just and it's, it's tough day. and it's a long day. But it, it's like when you know it's like people that go to New York City for New Year's and they they camp out, you know, well over 24 hours in advance. It's it's not that to that extreme, but you do need to get there get there early. Uh, Disney Springs is also a happening place. I don't believe they had a fireworks show this year, and some people were outraged by that. No drone show either, but they do have bars and a New Year's Eve scene and and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I, I know we kind of touched on some of them when we went through, but any any major standouts for you as far as what you guys did? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the major standouts weren't necessarily Christmas related. Uh, I mean, a lot of the major standouts will come in in the next episode because it was either dining or it was or it was attractions we rode. I would say in general, you know, what, what they do at Magic Kingdom is, is awesome. What they did at Animal Kingdom was fantastic. I, if I had to pick one, one big standout, it would be the Tree of Life Awakenings show. I mean, it was, it was that good. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. somehow we got a, we, we showed up right there as it was starting. We, you know, cause it's one of those, like it's on a loop, but it was the first time they were showing it that night. So they cut all the lights out and it was fantastic. So there you go. So Disney, obviously, magical place during the holidays, but stay away at Christmas. I think is I think is the uh, is the best advice here. You can which do, is tough. You can do all the things we talked about the first week of December, with the exception of the New Year's. Obviously, the New Year's stuff. Everything else we talked about is available to those who go the first week of December. Avoid the crowds. You'll get to ride more attractions, see more characters, do more things, get better reservations, and do everything else we mentioned. You don't have to be there at Christmas to experience it. But I mean, I don't want to say unfortunately, but people do go at Christmas and that's it's cool. It's a Christmas gift. I get it. Have have an, you know, give give your kids a Christmas gift, you know, this this past Christmas for for next December. You know, if you want to do a, a Disney Christmas gift or give them a Christmas gift early and take them the first week of December. But I yeah. would I would avoid the parks from at now I would say I'd avoid the parks from December from the 13th to the 19th. So by the 18th, we were feeling feeling the pressure. So probably the 17th and on, I would stay away. Which is amazing to me because we went, the last time I went at Christmas, we went we went for like seven days. We left on the day after Christmas. So Christmas Day was our last day in the park. And, and, and granted, this was 15, 20 years ago, but the parks were completely dead until Christmas Day. 
And then on Christmas Day, it was like people were falling out of the sky into the park. You couldn't get on anything. But I mean, I, I legitimately remember one night riding Splash Mountain over and uh, we must have ridden it 10 or 15 times, just walked off. I mean, you know, we didn't have to get off. There was honestly no line at all. The, the, uh, the ride would end and they'd ask us if we wanted to go again and, and we'd go again. So it's, it's, it's funny how the, how those crowd patterns have changed so much. And, and this is a conscious effort by Disney to do that. Well said. No doubt about it. All right. Anything else? How was, how was Festival of the Holidays? You guys do any uh, eating? Anything, anything exciting from there? Or? If we did, I did not. I'll put it like that. <laughs> you, uh, you, en- you enjoyed other refreshments? I did. I, at I Festival enjoyed, of the Holidays? We, you know, I, I did have the ice wine. So that was a festival-y. Did they, did they have any other festive drinks? Eggnog or anything like that? I'm sure. I'm sure they did. <laughs> you just you just didn't participate in that? I mean, I just kind of <laughs> picked what, what looked good and, and kept it moving, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, I uh, – yeah, yeah. We'll put it like that. I had a great go. time. <laughs> had a great time at Epcot. But, but don't, uh, don't remember eating any, uh, any festive snacks or anything. I mean, no, I'm a pretty simple guy. I mean, ch- chips and dip at Mex- I and mean, we can get into that next episode. <laughs> it's it's just funny to me that because we last time we went was food and wine. It's lo- it's lobster roll or die for me at the food. Well, and yeah, wine. but I feel but I feel like I mean, I I stopped at almost every booth and got something. Everybody else was just just trucking through. I mean, I would just tell you it's it's not food. It's still not food and wine. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I understand. They didn't have the cucumber cooler back either. That's disappointing. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah, it is. I, I had cold sake, I think. I did find a hidden Mickey in my when I was doing when I was just reflecting on my life in China. But <laughs> we can we can get into all that. We'll get into that later. All right. Uh, well, let's go to the uh, trivia question and secret for the week. What do we got? So, secret of the night, and this is again kind of a dated secret, but you know you're not imagining it. Magic Kingdom really does get decorated overnight. Uh, thanks to the dedicated decorating crew, the park transforms into a festive wonderland overnight. So after the final Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, the park swaps out its Mickey-shaped pumpkins for Mickey-shaped wreaths. And unfortunately, that season has passed us once again, but we will be back. We will be back for that. Uh, moving to the trivia question of last week. Well, the trivia question of a few weeks ago. It was at Christmas time. What can you find in the lobby of the Grand Floridian Resort? Uh, the hint was it's only there for Christmas. It's a form of housing. It is, of course, a gingerbread house. I talked about it earlier. There are actually Disney cast members inside this gingerbread house, so it's uh, it's pretty neat. Are they? Uh, they're selling gingerbread inside there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they are. Yeah. Did you get? Uh, any? And it's a it's real. The, the house is made of real candies and gingerbread and all that all that nonsense. So did you did you buy any? Uh... Any gingerbread from them? No, no. I, I just I mean, sat, just curious to see how it was. I sat down and, and let my mom and wife meander around the lobby until they told me it was time to go to the next resort. So your your wife didn't even get any gingerbread? That's I, I don't know. They could have. I, like I said, I don't even know if they got food at festival <laughs> holidays. I don't know. You know, you you seem to be you seem to be on your own a lot when I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just was you wander kinda, you wander. I was along for the ride. All right. <laughs> trivia question. What do you got? Trivia uh, trivia question for this week now. How many custom trees are across the Walt Disney World property? And this does not include the Christmas tree trail because I had already mentioned there's a ton in there. I mean, like, custom-made, very large trees. The hint is the trees I'm looking for range from 15 feet to 70 feet tall. You can tweet Big us tree. at Mendu WDW Podcast or email us at MendoWDW at gmail.com with your guesses. 
All right. Uh, well, anything else for this week? That's it for me. Hopefully, hopefully, I, Matt comes back soon. We we hope so. We've we've sent out a bounty hunter after him. Actually, the Mandalorian is looking for him. So we're expecting good results uh, pretty soon. I just said we'll see. We'll see if he finds him. All right. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at WDW Podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, please tweet us or email us at mendoWDW at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.